champions. Kylian O'Connor somehow managed to get the ball into the back of the net. It's Galway's day. They'll be celebrating here as the mass invasion of Galway fans, the maroon and white, swarms on to Croke Park. Big Keegan, goal! What a touch of Shane Walsh, and he has swung the ball over the bar. And you're very welcome to episode 51 of the Advertiser GA podcast. This one, we're looking at all things Galway GA. It's been a hectic week in Galway football and hurling circles with Sigerson Cup victory, Fitzgibbon Cup semi-finals, and the Fitzgibbon Cup derby between NUIG and GMIT. And uh, then this weekend, we've Galway are playing awfully in Pierce Stadium in round three of the National Football League. Keen O'Connell's been across earth and all week. He was out in uh, Pierce Stadium at the hurling and the Fitzgibbon Cup during the week. He was also a keen eye on the game in Carroll that evening as well. Between uh, my UL Wolves and his uh, NUIG, <laughs> I don't know what they are, NUIG or UCG, whatever we call them these days. In that, and he he's got some great reaction and interview after that with this with 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 the selector uh, Paddy Moore as well. But we'll start things off in this week's episode. Keen, where we might as well start looking forward to the senior action on uh, Sunday. Where uh, Galway two wins from two. Welcome Offley to Pierce Stadium at two o'clock. Galway in the first game, Bet Mead won 14 to 6 points and down 112 to 9. Offaly have lost 2 from 2, lost to Clare 113 to 7. Then we're given a, another good beating by Derry, 7 points, 213. But like it's all going well for Galway, and it's another game I'm expect to expect to pick two points up against him against John Mahon's side. Yeah, I know the conventional wisdom column would suggest that, but nonetheless, it it's a tricky game because just because of the fact that uh, the, the severe implications for any team relegated from uh, Division 2 of the Allianz Football League this year. So I expect uh, Offaly to, to come to Pierce Stadium with all guns blazing. They really do uh, need a result. But on the flip side, so do Galway, who have accumulated four points, as you said, two good wins uh, so far in, in, the, in the league. But another one would really put them on, on, on keep them on the right road. So uh, it's, it's, it's all to play for. Galway uh, have the form, but Offaly w- will have significant uh, significant. Uh, uh, belief that that they can that they can cause a, an upset in uh, Salt Hill on Sunday afternoon, and I suppose it's kind of tied into the Sigerson win at the, during the week as well. You had a lot of guys who uh, who won in that game who uh, Port Joyce be probably looking to see. I wonder will he give them a few days off to celebrate and to celebrate and enjoy that, or will he bring them back in ASAP? Yeah, well, it's a, it's as we said a number of times in recent weeks. It's a balancing act for uh, for intercounty managers at the moment to, I suppose, to 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 choose when to to, to play guys who've had uh, busy schedules in in the in the Sigerson. But Park Joyce has to look after the interests of of of, of the Galway senior football team, and you, you look at the players that contributed against UL on Wednesday evening: Matthew Tierney, the two Kellys, uh, Tom O'Callaghan, Carl Sweeney, all uh, occupied central roles for for uh, for NUI. And they'll they'll be needed for 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 Galway go, going forward. So I, I think then you have other players like Tony Gailey's He's seen game time in, in the early weeks of of this year too. So I, I think that uh that Park Joyce has to has to put the that that the the fact that Galway need to get back into Division One. So I'm sure that uh the players might have been given a couple of evenings off uh, during the week. But uh I think uh, at the same t- at the same stage all those players will want uh, Galway football to develop further and to to get back into Division One. That's the I suppose the ambition for the spring column and uh, with two wins already uh, gleaned Galway will want to, to get a third one and I think that uh, I think that uh, the Galway team will be as strong as can be on, on, on Sunday afternoon uh, against Offaly I can say if you throw your eye out the window there in our square the lads still aren't knocking around celebrating there might be a bit early in the morning for them I'd say 
So yeah, I know uh, the Sigerson always good for uh, always good for the for for the for the post match uh, debriefs definitely down throughout the years. But it's you know it's just a it's just a brilliant achievement column for 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 Connacht football in general. You have players from Galway, Mayo, Roscommon, Sligo involved, uh, and uh, it's just it's really players from elsewhere too in the country. But just overall for for, for Connacht football, it's good that uh, that 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 NUIG are operating at the highest level, and it's it's great that so many players and so many counties are represented from uh, from the Western Seaboard. Because that's really it's really good uh, yeah. thing. It's a it's a good it's a good competition. Like we we've spoken previously about the fact that maybe you look at uh, the successes of maybe UCC had previously, where where Kerry and Cork benefited uh, hugely from, from from those victories. So I think that Porrick Joyce, uh, looking at it uh, for, from a Galway perspective, he he enjoyed Sigerson's success himself. So he was a he's a fully aware of the of the value of that competition, and he would have had a keen eye on on players that uh, haven't played uh, senior into county football for Galway who who fared quite well in in the competition for NUIG and for for other colleges. And that's yeah. another interesting dynamic because uh, ultimately it, it probably is the closest thing you'll get to to, to senior into county fair. Yes, indeed. I suppose we keep, if we just focus back on Galway, I was just looking through the scorers there from their two wins so far. Shane Walsh still being the main man. He's got 13 points more over the two games. Paul Conroy had a massive first half up and down. He's hit 1-2. Obviously, another interesting name we see back for Galway is Damien Comer got a point after coming on against Down, which is massive to have him back. And then you have Owen Gallagher, who's coming to the side, the Antrim native, but he's a, he's really adapted well to that side. Yeah, he's played very well, and uh, I suppose there's a, there's a link in in many ways with the with the Sigerson too, uh, in that he's a former uh, NUIG player, Don Canellan, of course, a selector with, with uh, NUIG and the manager uh, with Mike Cullen when uh, they won the county senior football championship a couple of years ago. And Owen Gallagher has been a really prominent player at uh, club level in in Galway uh, for Mike Cullen, and he has, as you said, adapted very well to to playing with Galway. He's, dynamic runner strong runner and uh he, he's really uh he's really bedded in well with with, with the Galway team and he's 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 he's, he's uh, performed uh, uh very well in, in in the opening two rounds of the, of the Allianz football league and he just he just adds an, an extra dimension to the to the Galway attack a really uh, capable uh a carrying ball forward at, at speed and he's able to take a score or two so yeah know he's been a he's been a very very effective for Galway and it's just it's just good because all of a sudden the options are increasing as you said Damien Comer to have him back like scored a, an important point against Down when he came into that game so, so such a a, a a powerful player for Galway but a, like a brilliant player really and to, to have him uh, to have a full fully fit Damien Comer oh. for Galway and be massive Oh, it's a sensational player for for, for uh, uh, Damian Comer, and just to just to uh, ultimately, in part, Joyce alluded to this in in one of the post match interviews after uh, the, the the game in Down that to, to have Damian Comer uh, ready for the championship, that's what Galway need need to have him ready for. But it's 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 uh, it's important too that he gets uh, minutes under his belt in 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 the league and. Like Damien Comer so much to offer Galway. Shane Walsh, as as you said, scoring uh, heavily, brilliant, brilliant skill as always. But like really effective getting scores too uh, at the moment. It's just it just it just bodes well. Tom O'Callaghan got an important goal in the in the first round against Mead. So it's just it's just a it's just a good time I think at the moment for for Galway that there's just that bit of the bit of encouragement there and momentum column carries Huge. an awful lot of. An awful lot of uh, uh, carries an awful lot of, of of relevance really for for Galway. That just just to get the I suppose uh, to acquire a winning habit to have that bit of momentum. And I know it's the league and 
everyone <laughs> acknowledges it's it's mid-February. There's no one losing the, the run of themselves. But at the same stage, Galway, considering the, the volume of young players that have, have been introduced to senior inter-county football in the last couple of years, really, really, uh, really is a good thing that, that Galway ha- have have claimed uh, maximum points. They won the FBD uh, as well. So they're, they're on a they're on a bit of a winning roll, and it's 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 vital to, to keep that going forward uh, for the for the rest of the spring. Yeah, and as we say, like awfully, like they're a county that we could say are on the rise. Got promoted from Division Three last year under twenty All Ireland winners. John Mahon there has done very well since he's gone in. Probably brought them up to where their level is. To uh, Tomas O'Shea going in as a selector this year as well. But they're they're still on a learning curve uh, as a team, I'd imagine. And like it's you know they'll they'll be a tough test, but I go. We should still have enough to go over the line. Yeah, no, I, I think that Offaly football and like Offaly GA in general uh, really has uh, has pushed on in the last couple of years. And uh, like you think back to to the late nineties, early noughties, or Offaly were uh, were a respected force at that stage. Of course, you go back previous decades and they were winning all yeah. Ireland's. But he, he, I, just talking, I can remember Niall McNamee when he first came as, as uh, on as a, as an inter county player. You're talking the guts of twenty years ago at this stage. You had really good players in Offaly at that time. I can remember when Jerry Vahey uh, Galway man was over them in 2004, winning Division Two of the Division Two of the league, and going uh, uh, going very close against uh, against Westmeath, who subsequently won the Leinster Championship that year. And then in the, in the back door, even at that time, like I would have had the height of respect for for what Offaly football stood for and what it could be. Now they have they drifted alarmingly in, yeah. in, in the intervening years. I can even remember them playing in Division Four not so long ago, watching them play in Ricelip. Uh, during a stint I had uh, uh, working in, in London uh, uh, maybe six years, seven years ago, I suppose, at this stage. But uh, they, they're now back into Division 2. And I, I would think that Offaly should always be, uh, they should always be in and around that level because, yeah. like, you look, look at the look look at the talent that they have and the club teams that the, the likes of Road, who have been really, uh, uh, who've, who've been a strong competitor in the Leinster Club Championship for a number of years. And look at the forwards they've had who, who fared well in the Sigerson down throughout the years, like likes of Bernard Allen, and then the guys from Road, like the, the the Sullivans, Anton Sullivan, really effective player. And as you said, the the, the emergence of that under twenty team and the, the manner in which they won that All Ireland under twenty, I think as well, everything in in pandemic times was maybe amplified because uh, sport just took on such a central role, and the, that awfully under twenty team just captured the imagination of the uh, of, of GA followers throughout the country. Just by the, I suppose. Tuesday night or Wednesday night last year during the spring and summer watching that their their run was on TG Car. I think a lot of people really growed him behind them. Absolutely, and it's just the manner in which they kind of thundered into matches, and they played with a kind of a high octane uh, style. And uh, it's like obviously, it's 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 perhaps easier to to play that type of football at under twenty level compared to, to to the highest level. But those players will will benefit hugely from from what they achieved to to, to, to win an All Ireland title. And now you'd hope that they can just be integrated into into John Mahan's setup over the over the next uh, few years because I, I the talent in Offaly football has always been there it's just a matter and this has been a challenge for a lot of counties that you have to get the best players that are available for you uh, in your county on, on the field of play and at the moment you have you have a nice blend you have Niall McNamee then you have guys who, who are experienced inter-county players at this stage Bernard Allens the Anton Sullivans Johnny Maloney's Niall Darby of course great stalwart mm. for, for, for Offaly football Paddy Dunnigan the, the, the goalkeeper always adept at, a, at striking long range frees or 45s too so I, I think that uh, this will be a test for Galway simply because Offaly 
will travel to Salt Hill on Sunday afternoon knowing that they need to get a positive result because yeah. if they lose a third game in a row, they're under severe pressure then to, to retain their Division 2 status. And they worked so hard to get Division 2 status. That's why I think that they will be pumped up for this game against Galway on Sunday. And Galway will need to, and I think Galway will be aware of that. Yeah, that game throws in at two o'clock in Pierce Stadium on Sunday. Not a bad way to spend your Sunday afternoon out on the seaside. Go for an ice cream after a coffee or a walk on the prom if you're out and about. But we'll move on then. We'll stick with football. Sigerson Cup is back in back in NUIG. 12.16 win over UL on, 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 there during the week in uh, Carlo. Um, massive result for Morris Sheridan and his, and his background team. Massive result for everyone involved in NUIG and football in the club. They've done an awful lot of work over the last decade trying to bring it back up to where it needs where, where, it, where, where it should be has been one of the original I suppose Sigerson sides now they've got the trophy well deserved win against a, you know another star sort of UL team but it's a very star sort of NUIG team as well it was uh, Colm, and a, a brilliant success for for Mara Sheridan, Duncan Ellen, Paddy Moran, and all involved. Uh, Kevin McDonald, a f- uh, former Sligo player, in the backroom too, and uh, Tygo Malley, who was a, a goalkeeper at, at underage level for for Galway and for uh, played, of course, with uh, NUIG. So they, they, there's a real bond, uh, I think, developed over the last number of years, and they 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 wanted to win a Sigerson badly. Like Mara Sheridan, I can remember him playing in the Sigerson himself uh, in the early nineties, and then he, he had another stint then uh, in the later 90s when yeah, he, the when, when he when the, yeah they played some great games in Dangan and packed out uh, the 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 the, the, the the pitch the, the, what we traditionally the, the Gaelic football pitch in uh, in uh, the Dangan complex some great games great Sigerson games and I can remember Mara Sheridan kicking the sweetest of freeze in those matches uh, after taking a few classes off from school the matches was long before floodlights were, were around so uh, you were talking about two o'clock or half two start so it was always nice to get out of school to, to watch the Sigerson but uh, the for, for Mara Sheridan what he's done with this team and we, transforming the NUIG Gaelic football <laughs> Set up alongside uh, Duncan Allen and, and Paddy Moore and those involved. It's, it's just it's just worthy of the utmost respect because uh, th- there's no there's no point in shirking away from it. Things had drifted uh, badly for a number of years where they 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 slipped into Division Two in the league and just slowly but surely they they became uh, they became a force again. They were unfortunate not to win uh, win the Sigerson three or four years ago. Yeah. They lost to uh, an accomplished uh, UCD team in, in a final. Uh, but the Kieran Malloy the- race across the country day. That was the that was the day, yeah. That was the day where he played an All Ireland club semi final uh, and played in a Sigerson Cup final on the same day. But they they were unlucky uh, in in that era and maybe one or two other years where they where they where they could have won. But they've kept at it, and for that they deserve huge huge credit and respect. And to win uh, this Sigerson and and the, the the blows that they dealt with throughout the campaign, Sean Mulhern's getting yeah. injured. Tommy, Tommy Conroy, of course, getting injured. Like they were really like, and they, they they would have been severe setbacks. Oshin Mullen, they didn't have him. Where he, he like he, I'm sure he will play for for NUIG again going forward. Hopefully, they just didn't. It was a registration issue because it it, it it seemed was he here or staying? Yeah, at the time it seemed as if he was going to be going to Australia or whatever. So so they 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 absorbed the losses of of, of like brilliant players. Tommy Conroy, uh, Oshin Mullen, and Sean Mulkerns established into county players, but. The, the blend that they have, uh, Colin, between uh, senior players at the moment, you look at the Galway players that they'd have, they'd have 
Sean Kelly, Paul Kelly, Matthew Tierney, Carl Sweeney, Tom O'Callaghan, and then you have other players uh, in, in the setup uh, that are that are that are that are featuring the, the likes of Carl Heenan, outstanding when he came on. He's in the in the Roscommon panel at the moment. Three points from play, game deadlocked at three points each. NYG yeah. had the elements or were backed by the the elements in the in the first half. Went in level three points each, but then after halftime, six points in a row. Then UL got a soft penalty got a goal they were brought the deficit back to a point and it seemed that uh that they had the momentum but in fairness to, to, to NUIG they finished strongly and it was just it was just a brilliant win Gavin Burke outstanding as well for for, 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 for NUIG Neil Mulcahy uh, uh for, from my calling too so you had you had that blend of the players who, who've, who've been uh who've been hugely effective for their clubs in in, in recent years playing alongside inter players that are already are playing with, 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 with Galway at senior level so just for, for that alone it's a it's a, it's a it's an encouraging thing for, for, for Galway football but also for for, for, for football in, in Connacht because Fionn McDonough he yeah. was brilliant in the first half I thought for, for, for NUIG and uh, it's good to see to, to see him back uh, really uh, really delivering at, at, at a good level because he he's plenty to offer Mayo going forward too That's one of those things I suppose in Mayo and Roscommon and Galway as well We've lost players, not that we've lost players, but players have opted to go to colleges in Dublin or UCD or DCU, a lot of it to do with football. But this shown that NUIG, what they can do, you'll hopefully, given the next generation of guys coming through, finishing school, choose where to go to college, they, they, you know, choose NUIG because there's a, you know, you can, you are going to compete and play at the same level. You don't have to go to Dublin or to go to Queens to play, play at this level and compete and, and try and win it. One million percent. And just for, for for every county in, in Connacht to that if 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 NUIG can remain relevant and GMIT of course ha, ha, have had a good trench uh, cup campaign themselves too that ended, they, seems to have ended a bit weirdly as a D, the DKIT yeah, pull out yeah. I think because yeah, they were forced so to play three games in two day or four days something yeah it remains to be seen how that one will will I suppose finish but the the basic point being that it's just good that players are being exposed to playing at, at a good level and hopefully in the coming years GMIT can return to the Sigerson because they had good days in 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 that competition too going back a, a decade or so but what your question was Colm is it, it is vital going forward that that players see that they don't have to necessarily go to to DCU or go to UCD or go elsewhere that they can Obviously, if if they're if they're academic choices, bring them down yeah. that road. Of course, you have to go if the course you want to do uh, brings you wherever it brings you. You have to follow your you have to follow uh, that career path. But if there if you can be accommodated and play uh, Sigerson football with with NUIG, for example, that is it's just it's it's just good because in fairness to NUIG, I think. Their, their, their sporting offering is improving uh, overall you see the link ups with other sports like uh, their link ups with, with basketball clubs or with Galway United or Galway Women's FC in, in, in soccer the hurling side of it you, you, yeah, we, 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 we'll, we'll touch upon that in a minute where you had a, a, a Fitzgibbon Cup semi-final on Wednesday afternoon in, in, uh, in Pierce Stadium NUIG versus GMIT 30 players starting 27 play uh, with, with 27 are from Galway that's that's colossal like that that 
that amount of players are going to be able to bring the, the knowledge that they've acquired back into their clubs, not alone those who are going to start for, for, for Galway, but other players, yeah. they'll bring that and it filters down, it filters down into the club game that the more players you have playing at a higher level, the better it is for, for your club. So I think what you said is is critical that that, that players in this region, that if, if you're an emerging player in Galway, Mayo, Leitrim, Sligo, Roscommon, that you can see a pathway there, that you can play in the in, in the Sigerson because that's what's happened. You've had Nathan Mullen from, from Sligo. So nearly all the Connacht counties were represented in that in that NUIG starting 15. Yeah. And that's that's an important thing going forward, Colin. And you after the well, you caught up there, you're on today with uh, one of the Pally Moran who's a selector than NUIG, a guy who's been a soldier a long time in the backroom there with NUIG in the GA club and getting them up and running. You very interesting conversation with them, you said. Yeah, Paddy Mourner, a, a really a, a good guy uh, who's been involved for a number of years with, with Galway underage teams. He's been a selector uh, at a minor and under 20 level. Before that, he was involved with the, with the academy setup, and he's also involved uh, with the, has been involved with Mara Sheridan's backroom team. So I just thought it'd be good to talk to Paddy because I, I, I knew that he would have a good perspective on on the, the, the overall state, state of play and, and the fact that, that so many players are, are beginning to emerge. And he also spoke passionately about the, about the Sigerson and the importance of the Sigerson and it was a really good chat with, with Paddy that we can listen to now A great week for Galway football NUIG winning the Sigerson Cup on Wednesday evening in horrendous conditions in IT Carlo beating a star-studded UL I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Paddy Moran a great figure in Galway football a selector with the Galway under 20s has been a selector with uh, Mara Sheridan's uh, Sigerson team for the past number of years great week uh, Paddy yeah, Keane, it's fantastic. Just uh, unbelievable to, to kind of finally get it over the line, as I was saying earlier on there. It's been six long years now, seven for Morrison and John and the lads. They've been a long time on the go trying to get this over the line and to, to finally get over the line and bring the Sigurdsson back over the, the Shannon to the west of Ireland. It's, it's, it's one of the most satisfying, most satisfying feelings I think I've ever had in sports, to be honest with you. And that is something that has to be spoken about, Paddy, the, the manner in which maybe football had, had maybe drifted in, in NUIG, thinking back to maybe Michael Meehan's time when they won the Sigerson last in 2003. But in the intervening couple of decades, there has been a lull period, but Mara Sheridan has, has really spearheaded that revival. Yeah, I think he, he definitely has. And like, not being disingenuous to anyone who's ever been involved with the college in, in the interim, uh, yeah, there definitely was a lull, whether that was, you know, lack of interest from, from players or, you know, what have you. There definitely was a bit of a lull, but I think, you know, having worked with Morris now for the last six, seven years, Don as well, um, it, you know, it definitely meant a lot to them. Those guys, are they're coming up on a 30-year anniversary of, uh, you know, winning the Sigurdsson in 92. They played in a number of Sigurdsson for NYG. It really meant a lot to them. And I think they've instilled that in the players in the last five, six years that, like, it's 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 just something amazing to be a part of until you actually experience Sigerson football. It's unlike anything else. It's 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 an amazing tournament to be a part of. Amazing team to play on, and the, the players have really bought into that. It's a it's an amazing experience for guys. They're in third level, you know. They make these lifelong friendships with with guys. You know, look at Morrison Don thirty thirty odd years of friendship there, and they're still plugging away with NYG. So I definitely think they've created that culture. Even looking at today's you know squad. Kevin McDonald, a former Sigerson captain, Ty Malley, former Sigerson goalie, they're back involved in the backroom team. So it's a, it's a kind of a, a turning circle the whole time. The wheel keeps turning, these guys keep getting drawn back to it. So I think if anything else has come from it is 
you know, we've definitely brought back a, a, a huge interest of, by, from players and supporters and, you know, people in general, the, the general GA population within Galway, that there's a massive interest. And beyond, of course, to Mayo and Roscommon, just a big interest in, in figures and camp, competition in this team. Yeah, no, that's a that's a brilliant point, and I can actually remember being at the '92 Sigerson in the Old Pier Stadium. Brilliant, brilliant weekend as it was back then, and it, it, it really matters this competition, Paddy. And you know, like being involved at, at for a number of years at underage level at inter county, that the fact that for for, for Connacht football, really, uh, considering you have a lot of players from Sligo, Mayo, Roscommon in the panel and elsewhere, but for for Connacht football, this is it's a good thing that that guys can be drawn to play with 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 NUIG that they they have an opportunity to to perform on this stage absolutely yeah i mean you look at us we're, we're out in the west of ireland here you know we're the, the the university of the of the west really we're we're a natural meeting point for guys who want to further their education i suppose from mayo Roscommon, sligo we've a good blend and mix of guys there you know and definitely the next stage of development for these guys um as you said there have been involved in going the from under 15 up um, you look at guys coming through the minor system, the next thing they want to get through to is under 20. And I think the next, the next natural progression for these guys, once they leave under 20, which is a high standard of football, is to progress onto Sigerson. And touching back on your previous point of what Morris has done and what we've tried to do with the college football team and push it on and push the standard of that, guys are really hungry to play Sigerson football and play third level football. I mean, most guys now, you know, majority of them are going to third level. It gives them a reason to stay in Galway, to play third level. The standard is very high. Um, it's it's another step again for these guys who are playing against guys who are that bit older, that bit more physically developed, 23, 24-year-olds. So it's another layer of their development as they're going on. Uh, these guys come through the underage ranks with Galway. They're playing a lot of football, a lot of high-standard football. And when they come through then, they're playing Sigerson. You know, it's it's just another level to go before you kind of reach that senior to county level. A lot of, some of these guys are on under 20. They're on the fringe of the senior panel. Some of them are, you know, obviously the older guys are on senior teams with inter-county but I think just Sigerson is just that it's that next layer of development because you are playing high quality opposition high quality games you know you're coming up against the best of the best at it. you know for want of a better word under 23 you could call it players in, in the country so it's, 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 it's just another layer of their development and it really does stand to these guys when they go into senior panels with Roscommon, Offaly, Galway, Mayo you know it's, it's just an excellent it's an excellent breeding ground for these guys like one noticeable aspect, Paddy, in the last uh, number of years has been obviously you're going to have the like intercounty players, and you've a load who are who are prominent players for Galway now at the moment, the likes of the Kellys and Matthew Tierney, Tom O'Callaghan, etc., Carl Sweeney that are that are playing for Galway and for other counties. But in in the panel and over the last number of years, you've you've a lot of what, what players who've been who featured well for their clubs that they're getting exposed to to this level, and it's something that you're, you you touched on a bit there earlier that that it's it's just giving them an opportunity, another platform to, to demonstrate that, that they could perhaps play for Galway or for any other county in the future? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, during the year with the league, we always, we've been very lucky the last number of years with the league. We've, we've ran through the league. We've got to, you know, league finals. Uh, unfortunately, we came up short, but like the majority of the time in the league, you've a lot of guys playing a lot of football and you're road testing your, your, your team for the year. A lot of guys are playing in the league that necessarily they mightn't be playing in championship but they've been exposed to an awful lot of football and these guys you know we know that we can trust them then down the line that when it comes to fantasy football if needs be that these guys are thrown in they're, they're well able to go like case in point you're looking at Neil Mulcahy there from Mike Cullen you know excellent excellent year for the club this year with Mike Cullen he was the go-to man-marking defender you know 
hasn't played minor under 21 with Galway. He's in there. You know, last night, Mark and David Clifford. The week before that, he marked Mark Tony Bronson. These are marquee, you know, names from Kerry, and he's just gone in and he shut them down. So it, it just shows that these guys, once they get the opportunity, and Sigerson allows them that opportunity. That you know, that, as you said, maybe guys who are unheralded, not known for playing with their county underage, but these guys are exceptional footballers, and once they're exposed to that level of football, that they're, you know, they're well able to adapt to it, well able to go. I mean, who would have thought that a, you know. A guy from a club footballer from from Galway would hold, you know, a player of a generation has been described, scored us from play, you know. So if, if, if that doesn't show what Sigerson is about, I don't know what what does, you know. Finally, Paddy, the the manner in which you've won this Sigerson, you've dealt with significant setbacks, like really serious injuries to to Sean Mulkerns and to to Tommy Conroy during the campaign. But there's been a real resilience to 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 the team, and that that that, that must be like a pleasing aspect that to, to win the Sigerson, but to do it in the manner that you did, three points all at half time the last day. It, 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 everything suggested that UL might push on, but just the the way he thundered into it after half time, Carl Heenan outstanding. Another, uh, I suppose, uh, example of. of of the importance of the panel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, three all at half time. I think if you were to be analytical about it and how you know to view game and how it was going on its merits at the time, we were playing with the gale force wind with three points all. You know, going into the second half against the wind. You know, with the talented players that UL had, and they were you know the excellent, excellent players throughout their team. Um, you probably would be thinking, yeah, anyway, you're going to be under pressure. You haven't had the wind, but to be honest, I. Personally, I thought at half time playing against the wind would actually would actually suit us more. Just the the manner in which we played the game, we've we've just got such athletic players all over the pitch, able to carry the ball. You know, we can counter attack. The, the wind playing against the wind actually just it really suited us more. And then obviously, as you said, launching in Cahill, he was unlucky. He missed the semi final through um, a HIA. He came back in and he just absolutely lit it up. He was, you know, he's he's excellent really on the night. As, you know, he got man the match for his second half performance. But that's always been in his game. He's excellent. He looks to take guys on the whole time. He's a big game player as well. You know, when he was a fresher, he they won the All Ireland when they were freshers, and him and Tommy just, you know, lit it up. And just going back to, you know, I suppose Tommy be missing with injury and Sean McCurns. Those guys drove it on. But the team meetings, they were there at training sessions. They were going around in their crutches, you know. They they really drove it on, and the guys really, without saying it and without mentioning them at all, really, as a group, they were doing it for those guys, you know. They're driving it on. They really want to succeed. They want to win, and they they were there the whole time. And it means a lot to the group, and it's about the group. And you know, they're a big part of the group. Sean McCurns has been playing bigger than for us since 2018. You know, he's he's been a, a mainstay of our our squad for the last number of years, and he's he's one of the key figures in it, and he's been driving it on the last number of years so you know with those guys missing you know it is a big blow but again it's 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 the case as I said to you between the league and everything exposing these guys to, to football it's a case of next man up and definitely the strength of our panel this year was as strong as it's ever been you know we, we were lucky a couple of guys other guys missing with injury Keen Monaghan there missing as well another guy who saw game time for us and who definitely I think that Sigerson final would have suited he's such a, an athletic player such such a quick player, he would have uh, really tried in that in that game. But Ryan got on another again, the same kind of player, very quick, athletic, and you know this is it, it, the wheel keeps turning. As I said, here, like you know, next year we'll be back at it again. And these guys have played a bit; they'll be hungry. They'll have been they'll be defending champions. They'll want to be pushing it on and pushing on. And the next kind of group of freshers will be coming through. They'll want to play. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's all very positive at the moment in in NUIG. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of guys getting exposed to a lot of football. 
from Galway, Mayo, etc. And it's just it's great to see that it's it's in a it's in such a, a healthy and strong place now. Like it's it's great. It's great for the county. It's great for the surrounding counties as well. That we're we're in a position that we can get these guys on board, get them into Galway, and get them playing such a high level of football. And it's it's great for for everyone really involved that we've we've had the success that we've been kind of going towards for the last number of years. You know, so it's it's it's, it's great for it's great for it's great for the guys. You know. Oh, and thanks a million, Paddy, for, for joining us. Brilliant that uh, NUIG won the Sigerson. Well done to, to all involved and, and keep up the good work with, with the Galway underage teams too. And that was uh, Paddy Moran chatting to Keane there. So victory, Sigerson Cup is now nestling in NUIG. Will the Fitzgibbon Cup be joining them there in a short time? They ended, came out on top of an epic encounter with their neighbours from the Dublin Road GMIT on a 126-318 scoreline in Pierce Stadium on Wednesday. You were there, Keane. Some game. Some game. The the two Fitzgibbon Cup uh, semi-finals were, were not short in drama. NUIG were 10 points up in the 46th minute, 120 to 110. It seemed as if they would coast for to, to, to into the final. And then in fairness to GMIT, who were admirably defiant until the end, they came thundering back. They clipped a couple of goals and it, it, it looked as if it was Jack Ford uh, who got the, the equalising goal in a in a crowded uh, crowded goal mouth as as uh, GMIT just uh, struck for a goal deep into stoppage time to force extra time. But in, in fairness to, to NUIG, they remained composed. Evan Nyland, who finished with 16 points, he scored all of NUIG's five points in extra time. And it was just enough to, to get them over the line. But a, a really exciting game. Uh, it, it was a high quality first half at, at times. Keen Lynch superb for uh, NUIG with some brilliant touches oh, it was just like a uh, like a, a, a majestic uh, display his skill and his uh, just his leadership the, the the manner in which he kind of assisted his team and steered his team through through the game uh, he had other like hard working displays from the likes of Connor Walsh and Fionn McDonough, uh, John Fleming, of course, he scored one two. Uh, Mark Kennedy was was tidy too in, in in the corner, scored a couple of points from from play. But uh, uh, it was just a really really good game. Uh, and in, in fairness to, to to GMIT, Kevin Cooney, he was very accurate, scored one ten. But the way they came back, they trailed by ten points, and to come back to force extra time. However, Jeffrey Linsky's team did stay. Uh, Stay cool and composed because they they could have they could have lost their bearings considering the the manner in which uh, GMIT came back. But uh, NUIG will now face into Saturday's final against uh, UL, who had who had Let's their own well. bit. Of, yeah, yeah, your 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 alma mater. But they came uh, they came thundering back on them uh, themselves because it looked as if IT Carlo were going to win that one. But then uh, I don't know if you've seen it on social media. Mikey Kylie scored an outrageous uh, goal from a free to 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 win the game for UL, who feature. Uh, uh, Galway man uh, Connor Flaherty, who played in goals for for. Uh, for UL in the Sigerson final on Wednesday evening. Then the following evening, he was playing in the Fitzgibbon Cup semi-final at the same venue for UL. He'll probably be in goals for, for Galway on, on Sunday too. So uh, <laughs> he's played the first two league games. So he's had some schedule uh, at, at, at playing uh, important matches. He's played the first two league games. Maybe he might be rested uh, for the Allianz Football League. I think if any man needs to rest schedule. this weekend, it's going to be him. Oh, what, 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 like, but what, what, he scored a point at the end of the game, uh, Colm. The game was in IT, Carlo. He scored it from Port Leash to, to, to force extra time. It was, uh, 
epic score, epic stuff, but uh, just shows the the value and the importance of the, the Fitzgibbon and Sigerson. That was clearly underlined this week. I was gonna say, like, why? What else? The NEIG have tradition and history because of being the universities and for you know for over hundreds of years, if years, you know, years. GMIT getting to a Sigerson semi final and pushing NUIG so hard. Like, it just shows the great work that's been done there as well, and for hurling in the county and the air and, and the province. Yeah, no, completely. And, uh, like, Damien Curley is one of the, the most unsung uh, people in Galway sport. Uh, he was a selector with the Galway Senior Hurlers, and he's kept the GA flag flying in GMIT for, for decades. He won an All-Ireland club himself with Wickhill Tormer and a really engaging uh, uh, guy, or, or like a great, great sportsman in, in, in Galway. But what he has done to get to help get GMIT back on, on track in, in the Fitzgibbon, for them to be competing in, in, in at this stage of the Fitzgibbon. Brilliant. And of course, with the trench. And I, I think if you, I remember, I did a piece with him uh, a few years ago when I was working uh, full-time with, with, with the GA for the GA website. And it, it was a, it was a revealing piece because at that time, maybe they had, they had uh, I suppose they weren't going as well as they had been previously. And he just spoke about at that time, the, the various courses that were being offered in the college that, that maybe they, they had lost out or that compared to, I suppose, the, the economic crash at the, yeah. at the time, that, that it had an impact in that maybe some of the, the engineering courses, et cetera, that they, that they would have offered uh, traditionally, that there was that the numbers were, were down. So maybe the, the, the volume of players that they had had decreased compared to, to, to the, the, the previous maybe 10 to 15 years when they had been competitive at the highest level in both. But the, the signs are that they will will return to that level. And if you, if you saw them play in the Fitzgibbon this year, yeah, you, 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 you'd believe that because they have a number of players uh, involved with the Galway senior panel. And they've, as we mentioned about the NUIG footballers, the GMIT uh, hurlers have a lot of players who, who are featuring uh, well for their, for their clubs in, in, in Galway in the last couple of years. And that only bodes well going forward. And the fact, as you said, that they reach this year's semi, hopefully, in next year in 2023 that they can stay operating to to, to, to such a high standard and hopefully uh well we'll see how the the, the trench cup uh, thing the, that trench cup story goes but you'd hope that maybe in the next year or two that they could get back into the Sigerson because uh it's, it's just good for 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 sport in the west of ireland that that to have a strong nuig and to have a strong gmit too Keen, that's been great. You've had a busy week with uh, college football, college hurling. Looking forward to the Galway senior footballers at the weekend. It's been a pleasure talking Galway GA with you as usual. Great to talk, Colin. You can't beat the matches. Killian O'Connor somehow managed to get the ball into the back of the net. It's Galway's day. They'll be celebrating here as the mass invasion of Galway fans, the maroon and white, swarms on to Croke Park. Big Keegan, goal! What a touch of Shane Walsh, and he has swung the ball over the bar.